Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Up to 90. How are you getting on? How are you, missus? I'm grand. Well, I have decided. Oh, straight I in. I was just listening to the radio there, but I was listening to the radio about an hour ago. Mm-hmm. And I said to Fred that I've decided I want, you know, the level of confidence I want. The level of confidence I want <laughs> is someone that rings a radio station with nothing to say. You know these people, Emma? Oh, what are you yes. up to? Nothing much. Why have you rang in like you rang us, love? I just, I think some That's people... That's the of confidence I want, Emma. Up to 90, up to 90, up to 90 with Emma and Julie. Oh, yeah. I think sometimes these people forget that they're ringing into radio station and they're not just ringing their sister Claire do you know that kind of like like my dad is perfectly okay to ring me with absolutely nothing to say yeah yeah very very true that is true my mother has herbs those girls oh has she Well, when I say curved calls, like he, like my mother has curled, curved my calls where I have nothing to say. Oh, how often would your mom phone you? Well, mom doesn't do the phoning. She's big into the WhatsApp since we've managed to convince her that it's not costing her money. She's big into the WhatsApp. <laughs> and so we finally, finally overcome that hurdle. Oh, the video calls. She's like, this is costing me money, isn't it? And I'm like, no, it's not. It's all good. But I think I said that before that she had said previous. And do you know what? There was a lot of sense to it. I think we were all getting caught up in the thing of like ringing everyone every day and checking in. And my mother was like, listen, you don't feel you have to do this every day. Oh, my mouth then she then she started missing a few calls. That's always the sign because, like, what else are they doing, really? So she started missing a few calls, not ringing back. I was like, okay, she just is like, we just need, we just need a day off from Judy's stories of nothing. But I just, I really respect anyone who rings a radio station is like, I'm doing nothing, but I just wanted everyone to know <laughs> I'm doing nothing. And how do you like them apples? I just love that. Well, you know, people that win prizes. And they barely muster up enough energy to say thanks. Those people. Well, the, that's ultimate. That's very true. Do you know the ultimate? Uh, my probably my favorite prize winner. Do you remember the time the woman on the late late won the tickets to the toy show? Oh, and, and Pat, Pat Kelly was on, and there were toy show tickets, and there was something else, and then and then Pat ripped them up because she was like, "You can keep the toy show tickets," and he was like, "What?" But like in fairness, if like if you if you don't know anyone who's interested in the toy show, why the fuck are you gonna be interested in this? Do you know what I mean? I think like a lot of fairness, like a lot of people lose their shit about the toy show. Like let's be fair. Let's be fair. Ah yeah, no. I mean, yeah, no, I think it's probably the equivalent of Mardi Gras 
in Rio. You know the way people lose their minds. Like that's how we get about the toy show. But the one thing I'll say about this thing of not knowing anyone who'd be interested in going, that's effectively saying you've never met a child. You know what I mean? Like there might be I a know. child down the road. You might work with someone who knows a child. I feel I kind of, look, I'm team Pat on the ripping up. Oh, I'm team Pat all the way. But like the thing is, the kids who are watching it now, they are the YouTube generation. Like there's a very particular age that is going to be interested in toy show from start to finish. And then you're sitting there with all these gas kids looking at your kids for their reaction and they're like <sighs> Well, I think I think TikTok has just yeah, absolutely. I think TikTok has destroyed the the late late toy show because like now everyone's a Billy Barry. But on YouTube, kids just like at a certain age, all they watch on uh, YouTube is kids reviewing toys. So it's not like a new concept to oh, them. Oh, that aspect, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I thought you were talking about um, the little party piece. Yeah, they're all about that crack, aren't they? Other kids talking about toys. Yeah, and you see, because you can, you can look at exactly the toys that you are interested in. And sure, a minimum 50% of the toys on the late, late as a kid, you're not interested in. Like the kids, what? The kids! I'll tell you what the kids are interested in when it comes to the toy show. They're interested in staying up late and getting the sweets. The show itself is for the adults. The the show itself is for the adults. And I'm sorry now, but I have to say, these fucking saps, and I'm saying it and I'm standing by it, these saps that wear matching pyjamas with their husbands and their kids need to be shot. Well, do you know what I think? With and the if you do pajamas, that, you are I, blocked. If you start doing that with Fred, the matching pajamas at Christmas. I'm not. I, the podcast I is over. I well, listen. I te- look. I, no, don't but I have really. already. Well, don't listen. Don't. We're not going to give the matching outfits. But I will say I had a conversation with somebody about the matching pajamas, and I do think it's just a very American thing. Isn't it? It's, it's just kind of like, like the other day. Where, That's all yeah. it is. I'm a sap. The I'm other... a big sap. And here's me sap of a fella and me well, sapping kids. Is, but it's an American thing. Yeah, I just think we're too cynical for it, for it ever to become the norm over here. I mean, it's up there with the family photos. Do you remember your your American cousins? I don't know if you had any. Yeah, yeah. You'd always get the family car- the family Christmas card. Professional like, picture. Oh my God, the <laughs> Professional picture. Everyone oh. looking so earnest, pretending they like each other. I mean, the clatter rings were on show big time. Oh, yeah. The cross chains and the laugh we would get when the a Christmas card would arrive from the states, just such a giggle. I but I would put the pajamas, the matching pajamas, into that bracket. But Fred actually did say the other day he was like, oh, "It's so sad now that everything's on lockdown because otherwise he could have done your big gender reveal party." I was like, "What?" I was like, "Please stop watching Teen Mom." But I blame myself because I've been making him watch Teen Mom, uh, so I'm like, <laughs> "Now he thinks this is the norm." Yeah. Imagine if I threw a gender reveal party. Like there'd be no coming back. Well, there'd I be think... no coming back to up to ninety. No, after a gender reveal, it gets to the stage where it's taking the piss because you're doing a gender reveal. Then you've got the whole the actual birth and the baby being born. Then you're probably going to have some sort of christening, and then it's the child's first birthday. I mean, it's a fucking festival from the day you've had the ride. I don't know how, I don't know how I'm going to fit in all the podcasting with all these big events oh, that I'm already really. planning. Now, don't get me wrong. If you ask uh, me about the pyjama thing tomorrow, I might say, look, each of their own leave tomorrow. But the way I feel today, I just feel what a load of, like, saps. But you see, that's what people enjoy about us, Emma, is that we're like the wind. <laughs> like, you know, one way it's like, sure, going back to Tiger King, Groat Farley's like, this is disgusting that people are, ho- are holding this man up as a protagonist. And I was like, thank God somebody finally had the balls to say it. And Fred practically pinned me to the wall and was like, what are you talking about? 
You mad bitch. Because we just we vacillate. It depends on our mood, Emma. I know. How we feel about things. And I know I don't mind I'm not sure if any steadfast opinions on anything. I don't mind uh kids, siblings, if you will, dressing the same. Because I know with Tommy and Joe, they quite like to be wearing the same gear. Not every day, but sometimes. Like if I brought them into a shop, they'd probably pick out the same thing. So I've no problem with uh yes. I've I've no problem with um siblings. Wearing oh, yeah. It's only when Daddy Bear and Mammy Bear gets involved. Yeah. Wearing the onesie as well. I mean, fucking oh, get the boat. Let's talk. Did you <laughs> see Leo and his bag of cans? Obviously, of the Phoenix. I have to say, all cards on the table. I really think uh, people should. I mean, I I really think people need to kind of get a bit of a grip here. I didn't see anything wrong with him meeting a couple of mates in the Phoenix Park. And sure, one of them, like I didn't take much notice of, but one of them I presume was his fella anyway, who he's living with. Yeah, so he Matt, be... who like not to objectify, but for. Like, I mean, Matt is just a complete right. But yeah, he was there with two mates. The only thing, I think because people are just, you know, the way it's gas. It's like I hear. That's a bit Yeah, a few people were like, the top is off. But to be fair, he looks good with the top off. Oh, no, no. It's not a question of how I think his physique is or whatever. It's just, it's a bit undignified. It's a bit undignified. Do you think so? Uh, Julie, like, uh, honestly, if, can you imagine if Ryan Tuberty was in the Phoenix Park with his t-shirt off? I think we'd, I think the country would come to a hiatus because we just wouldn't expect that of him to have his top off, t-shirt tucked into the back of the jeans, the fucking cap on and the shades. Well, I, I think, but I think the issue with Ryan taking his top off and we can all visualise it would be that his long sleeve jumper would be still around the shoulders. That would be the issue. Yeah, but so it, the top would be off. It's but there'd right. be something on those shoulders. No, it's 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 not to do with body type because we've all seen the little scrawny lads going around with the top off. It's a yeah, vibe. And not it's to, a vibe. Yeah. Well, look, I understand, look, of course, you know, I understand people saying maybe it's not appropriate, etc. But I just think he was there with his mates. For me, it's not something I'm particularly bothered about. No. Um, I can get where people are like, oh, it's a bit much taking the top off. But I think he looks good. You know, he works out like he's hanging out. People did take issue with the fact he had a bit of a picnic going on, which was, <laughs> of course, we were told last week you shouldn't have a bit of a picnic. But to find a fucking picnic. I mean, a packet of Euromini's is a picnic. It is, yeah. Is that, you know what I mean? It's a very, you know, it's, mm. it's a nebulous concept. But basically what it is, is that I feel, you know, in Ireland at the moment, things have been going too well. And we're like, listen, you know what? We want a bit of a Dominic Cummings situation over here. There he is now having a picnic. I mean, it doesn't really compare. Yeah. Doesn't really compare to like your man in England driving up to Durham 260 miles, didn't stop. Hanging out with the parents, then going to the castle. Did you watch? Did you watch the press conference today? Oh my god! Hilarious, I think, really I think entertaining. The worst, it was on Sky I think the worst oh. part of it though was the missus and the article. But sure, when she was asked, the, the of course his missus being, which I actually I had very limited knowledge of the situation. But then when I found out that she was, you know, obviously is is she the editor for the Spectator? I think I don't I don't know if she is, but I or maybe she she is or her mate is or something. But she well, I she know she wrote the, the Spectator anyway. Yeah. And then when he said, "Well, my wife wrote that article because she's a writer," and the journalist said. Then why did you write an article? Because you're not a writer. You said, well, I, I wrote a couple of sentences. Like, you know, Prince Andrew was at home just punching the air, saying, thank God. Like, on a scale of, uh, on a, of, a scale of Dom, uh, one to Prince Andrew, how bad was that 
that press conference this evening. I mean, so, and then when he accidentally topped Boris in it by saying that Boris knew weeks ago that he had gone on this little road trip. And the thing about how he tested his eyesight, did you see that bit? Oh, yeah. How he's feeling a bit blind. So instead of driving to London, he said, you know what, I'll just go to see this castle yeah. just to make sure I'm safe. And hilariously then somebody actually, I just saw somebody put it up on Twitter before we started recording. Coincidentally, his wife's birthday is also coincides with the day they decided to take the field trip to the castle. So you're just like, Dominic, please. It's kind of the equivalent of if I thought my hand was broken and I thought, you know how I'm going to find this out now. I'm going to do a one-handed cartwheel. Just to see, to test it. Yeah. Like, like before I drive, before just I drive. to be safe. <laughs> Actually, my adult had a great one yesterday. Maya put up a thing, I don't know, was it yesterday or the day before, saying the most shocking thing about Dominic Cummings is the fact that he's only 48. Oh my God. He's only 48, Emma. So he was obviously just, he, he looked like that. in the 90s. He was a ranger. That's just his head, Emma. He obviously just looked, he's one of those people, he looked like that when he was five or something. But you know what it reminds me of? You know that thing, uh, I don't know if you've seen it online, people doing the the test on their children where they leave them alone with sweets or whatever and they say, not oh, until yes. I come back. Yeah, the chocolate test. Yeah, it's a bit like that. It's kind of like somebody... Uh, dealing with a, le- a lie or being caught out on something who has no skills to lie or to think up an excuse at all. Like, not that I'm defending Donald Trump at all, but at least when he's caught out and they're like, um, so we just have uh, on video here that yesterday, not even 24 hours ago, you said this and they'll show him the clip and he'll be like, well, that I didn't say that. So next. He's like, I think you're a nasty person. <laughs> Yeah, so thank you. Next, he like he doesn't even see the point when it's when he's totally fucked. He doesn't even see the point in trying to explain it or justify it or have excuses for anything. And I think they actually should have adopted that kind of those kind of tactics rather than I trying think, yeah. to I explain think, it. Because, course, yeah, unless they were just going to come out and say sorry, made a boo boo, big apologies. Like, it's either one or the other. La boo-boo, yeah. And I think, unfortunately in England, they have this terrible tendency to try to hold their public figures accountable. I think the rest of us have just copped a long time ago. There's no point in that. Like, you're pissing into the wind. So that's why in England they have these press conferences and people kind of explain what they were thinking and they answer questions. (laughs) I mean, come on. Like there's just as it's just completely it's insulting my intelligence it's insulting your intelligence I was literally I think there's actually an a full body imprint of my body in the couch as I watched this press conference it was so cringe Uh. and it does come back to the thing because then even as I was watching it Fred was like oh but you're look you know maybe if he was you know kind of worried about the child and he'd look after the child and I was like no because he should have been very clear you know if I can do this you can do this and he did not make that clear that's the issue there were plenty imagine all the single parents Emma and there had to be an awful lot of them who got COVID-19 and had no one to look after their kids like I mean were they allowed to do that it's just it's such bullshit I totally get why you know you saw him walking home from work yesterday and all the abuse he was getting but I totally get why he was getting that level of abuse because I think if it was like if this was early on in COVID-19 there would be more humor around it but I think at this stage there's so many people who going on too long yeah. yeah there's so many people that have like you know, sacrificed so much, been through really like difficult times, made more difficult by the restrictions and, you know, trying to keep within the rules and all that. So I think if it had been early on in the process, people would have been like, oh, he's a fucking joke. But I I can totally understand why there is a level of anger around it because people have made real sacrifices and, you know, it's made their lives more difficult 
like that with sick parents, sick children, funerals, all that stuff. So the message is like, oh, there's a rule for you muck, you know. That's That's what I was saying about Leo. I don't think Leo can pull off the topless in the park. Say, like, if me and you, right, went to go and get milk and bread. Went topless in the park. Not topless, but say, like, we... We all over the papers, Emma. We're so famous. I know. But say, like, we'd the greasy hun bun, we'd the eyeliner from three days ago on the face. We were wearing, you know, a top with a good, like a few different stains and whatever. And we bumped into somebody that we knew. They'd just be like, oh, there you are. How is it going? But like, if that happened to so sue me, that acquaintance would assume she was having a nervous breakdown. If she ran Yes, up. very true. So yeah. it's a vibe. Yeah. You know, and we are lucky. We are in a privileged position that we can pull off going to the shop in a hack and people won't be worried about us or question it. Do you know? And we still look sexy, which is not something that everyone can pull off. <laughs> no. So we are very lucky. You're so I just feel like I can't imagine, you see, my problem is I can't imagine Leo whipping off the top real casually because if you're if you're going to be a person, if you're going to be a man, Okay, let's put, you know, let's let's gender this. If you're going to be a man who's going to whip off his top in the Phoenix Park, you just whip it off. It's casual. It's just, it's done within a millisecond. I can't imagine him just whipping the top off without saying to people, Ed, eh, think it'd be weird if I took my top off. Like, no, just, well, he definitely, he definitely out ask, the WhatsApp yeah, group no, before no. they rocked up the park. No, and you see, if you've got to, if you've got to ask people first before you do it, then you're not the right type of person to be whipping off the top. I, I still support Leo minus the top, and I, I know oh, why I shouldn't. But the, but I still support him minus the top. No, but I yes, support Mash minus the top. <laughs> <laughs> I support the main minus the tops. But if I was hanging out with them, I'd say it got to the point where it was like, Jesus, Leo, just take your top off. The sun's fucking going in now. We've been talking about this all afternoon. If you want to take your top off, take it off. If you don't, don't. But just stop banging on about it. I think it would have just wrecked yeah, everyone's well, day. Yeah, no. I mean, it was probably as about as casually done as the placing of the Mr. Taoiseach mug um, during that photo op. You know what I mean? It's just, it's all very curated. I get it, but I still support it. Can I just give my vote for the quote of the week as well? I'm okay. sure you heard this one, but we were just speaking of um, Mr. Orange there, DT himself. Yeah. I loved this quote from him. And I tested very positively in another sense this morning. I tested positively towards the negative, right? So I tested perfectly this morning, meaning I tested negative. But that's a way of saying it positively toward the negative, which is was always my response when people asked me had I gotten my STI results back. Jeez. Just that kind of very convoluted response, neither here nor there. Is that what you, That's Fred a bit of a said to you? <laughs> Fred said to you, are you on the pill? Is that what you said? Oh, yes, come on. I didn't even justify that kind of ridiculous question with an answer. I was like 35 years of age, driving to Galway just so I can, quote, bump into you. And you think I'm on the pill. I mean, come on here, please. I did ask him. Uh, my latest thing now is when we're doing what adults do is I stop for and say, do you have a condom? And we have a good giggle because we're so past that point. Ah, uh, yeah, that's nice. I like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Chinook, I mean, it's, it's it is it is gas, isn't it? When you're up the tough, I was saying to him, I was like, it's mad to think like I cannot get pregnant by anyone else over the next few months. Like, isn't nature crazy the way it shackles you to one man? Oh, you're finished now. You've just basically given this man your best years. So you better get you better the best years. You better suck the life out of him. Because oh, it's just, I didn't know how you were going to finish that sentence there. <laughs> no, but you know, keep a PC. I know, I know that you can't. Once you're pregnant, you can't get pregnant uh, with somebody else. But like every so often, does like a Bliss magazine or Sugar or something problem page not slip into your head and be like, I'm pretty sure somebody got pregnant while they were pregnant, or you know, like that would happen yes. to me. And I'm not even yes. a worrier. But, like, you know? I just get yeah. freaked out about stuff. 
<laughs> like student. Well, Blitz oh. magazine. I I said I said for years I didn't actually have the confidence to sit on a toilet seat. I was hovering over toilet seats until I was 32 years of age based on a Bliss magazine article that I had been shown by a cousin, which informed me that basically the person wrote it and said, my friend got pregnant from sitting in a toilet on a toilet seat. And for the next 16 years, I was like, I am not, my ass is not touching a toilet seat, but my own. I don't want to have to explain that immaculate conception pregnancy to my parents I know I wonder though is there still some is there somebody out there who you know the way like uh you met like you were with the fella on holidays and you carry you carried it on a bit too, too long you had to you had to keep it going because you you know you'd bought into the line whatever I wonder is there still somebody out there like with a 20 year old who's just kept that lie alive and been like no like I definitely got pregnant from sitting on a toilet like I know it's mad but it definitely happened like they've lied uh, yeah. it no. they almost yeah. believe it themselves you know what I mean but they've probably convinced oh but you know the way you do have friends in your life that have lied so much about one thing that yeah. they have actually like history has changed oh yeah like, they're like but sure yeah I mean that's like the time I got engaged in Ayanapa did it happen <laughs> But at this point, <laughs> yeah. we all believe it happened. Oh, I like a girl who I was very good friends with growing up. She met this guy, right? And when they first, this like is true. I mean, the lie about her age. I think she lied about her age at least four different times. So, in fairness to him, like he knew she was. <laughs> okay, he knew she was underage, right? But in first time, he couldn't have known what age she was because she lied about it so much. But when he first met her, she pretended she was German. Oh, German. that old chestnut. Yeah, she's having a few beverages. She didn't. This was in like McDonald's on a Saturday during the day. Pretended she was German. Sorry. And she, and she, she kept, had to keep it going. She kept it up for a good few months. But like she was with this guy for two years. And it was just the whole oh. thing. The whole, and she met the mom and everything. And she was like still in school. I think he was in his 20s. But the whole thing was built on lies. And she'd be like going to knock into him. And she's like, oh, do you want to come? And I'd be just like, no. Because I was like, I'm not getting involved in this web and was she pretending to be German the whole time no she but she did pretend to be German for like a good few months and then she kind of what she'd do is she'd dilute the lies so then it'd be like no like I'm my mom is Irish but my dad is German like all of a sudden you start talking with yeah, yeah. of Irish accent. And I went to primary school in Ireland yeah and then it was like okay I've actually I just like I was just back from Germany on a school trip. That's why me and my mate were talking German for the crack in McDonald's on a Saturday afternoon. But she just, she'd never just come completely clean. It would always be like, you know, slight dilution. No, I was, yeah. Well, you see, you can't, you can't break out of that too quickly. It has to be very gradual. But to be honest, like, I'm sorry, but if he was in his 20s and she was a schoolgirl, I kind of think, listen, mm. he's fair game. I would probably pretend to be German as well. Oh, I mean, not yeah. that it's on the same level, but a good friend of mine. I don't feel sorry for him. He was completely fair game, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you were just like, the whole thing is great. But like, not that it's on the same level, but I do remember being on the lash with a friend of mine years ago and she met some fella and, you know, like they're having the deep and meaningfuls and he was mm-hmm. talking about how it's so, so hard for him because his dad... <laughs> his dad lived in Saudi Arabia so my friend was like oh my god my dad lives in Saudi Arabia so then we had to go off and like google all this shit about Saudi Arabia and like of course he was asking like where does your dad live and she had to do the whole like I'm not really in touch with my dad he's like oh my god that's so sad and like it came to the point where she was like I have to end this because there's no way I can come back from a pretending that my dad is in Saudi Arabia and has been living there for years and also pretending that I have like she's so close to her dad she's such a daddy's girl so she fabricated this like really strange relationship she was like there's just there's no coming back no, because see, whatever benefits your own fucked up lies that you've created, but like 
Okay, and her obviously she just had to go on. She just had to finish it with him. It was too complicated. My thing, my mate was, I was like, I wasn't prepared to try and learn all the twists and turns of her fucking lies. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I mean, because why are you getting out of us? Exactly. If I, mean, my, I got enough I imagine, of my own fucking lies. I imagine you're... <laughs> I imagine your man was probably buying you all drinks, so you probably were getting something out of it. But I mean, other than that, no. No, he'd look. But I just remember that night with the Saudi Arabia and my friend coming up to me in the bathroom saying, what's the capital of Saudi Arabia? And like, as in, like, oh, you know, where does he live in the city? Oh, the north side. Like, all very, all very general. Do you know what, like, do you know actually now? Yes, no, the north side, love it. Now, do you know what it is now? I'm thinking of that fella who thought she was German. The crux of the matter was, did he have any good-looking mates? No. If he'd had good-looking mates, That's I would have allowed him. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't. Of course, yeah. I wasn't going to be no wingman bullshit. But, um, how, how, can we, how can we not talk about the face of the week? Chloe. Oh, what did you make of the face, Emma? Okay. I think she looks amazing. But my fear is now that her face is gradually going to start disappearing. Like she's going to be left with no features on her face. And I think that kind of look, I really love... I'd really love to see what she actually looks like first thing in the morning because that kind of look, for me, I feel like it uh, it always needs to be heavily made up. So, like, say with Courtney, uh, I kind of know what Courtney looks like without makeup and her hair scraped up in a bun and came to a lesser extent but you know what I mean I just feel like her her face has well Courtney Courtney yeah Courtney and Kendall are the wrong seal in that family yes so, you yeah. know does exactly what it says in the tin like you know what you're dealing with mm-hmm. I just feel and and I hate when like I hate when people say, oh, that's lovely now. Like, don't do any more or, like, you'll fucking destroy yourself. And you're like, fuck off. But I think she is slipping into that zone that if she if she does well, one is, more thing, yeah. she's going to fuck her face. Like, she's actually going to fuck her face. And I think it's just, you know, it probably feeds into, again, what we were saying earlier on about we're like the wind, you know, who knows what our opinions are, <laughs> anything day to day. Because I'm conscious of a couple of weeks ago, we were berating Twitter heads for commenting on Adele's physical appearance. But I just feel like the Kardashians are so part of up to 90. It would be remiss of us not to address it and not to address it as only we can address it which is saying everything and nothing all at the one time like I think with Chloe we've talked before about Chloe and how like she was always my favorite Kardashian for sure I think you know like certainly it's obviously totally different in the states but I would imagine like LA is more extreme again that everyone is going for the same my issue is it's like do what you want to your face it's your fucking face and it's your fucking money. Like you pay for it. But I just think everyone's looking the same and it's just, yeah. it becomes so monotonous and it's sad to see someone lose what makes them them. Admittedly, if it makes them happier, grand. But like, I mean, Chloe now looks like a completely different person. As does, do you know who also looks like a different person? Paulie D. Do you remember Paulie D oh, from yeah. Jersey Shore? Yeah, of course. Has a new head. Oh, does he? Brand new head. Totally new head. I'll send you a pic now. But Mm. as well with Chloe, you know, who's to say in terms of like even like what what you were saying, like what she actually looks like. Sure, half her necklace then was missing from the photo. You know, if you in terms of the airbrushing, like who knows what's going on, really? It's just very, it's very extreme. If she's feeling happier, grand. But, I mean, it would be nice if she still looked like Chloe, I think. I know. Well, I see, I think, uh, and not that I would go online and say, what the fuck happened to her face? Like, I wouldn't get involved in any of that. But I feel like 
uh, I have more of a license to discuss her face because even more so with Kim, like Kim's really trying, has been for years, I was really trying to like move into fashion. Chloe's brand has been her body and her ever evolving transformation. And as I said before, she had that fucking awful show, Revenge Body and all the rest of it. So she's kind of invited us to discuss her body and may comment on it in a way well she she, she's she's very much commodified it in a way that say the likes of Adele hasn't yeah like I mean absolutely there's Polly T's new face fucking hell Judy yeah isn't he just I mean you you wouldn't even know that's Polly T no if somebody said to me if somebody mentioned Polly D I'd be like Oh yeah, no, he does. He does look a bit like him, but he is. See, I think it's just, it's that unfortunate thing. If you mess around with the nose, it is going to change completely how you look. Like you're one in, um, yeah, Dirty Dancing, whatever her name is, and then that was kind of the end of her her career. Career was over then when she messed with the nose. Yeah, I mean, so I just and I think I can't mess with the nose really. I think you have to. You, you can do other things, but I think, like, you could get, I don't know, but you could get fillers or whatever to, like, kind of... And an outlift. But I think yeah. when you go for that pinched nose... Yeah, the pinchy. It's just, it's kind of hard to look beyond... It's kind of hard to look beyond the pinchy, isn't it? It's kind of hard to look beyond the pinchy. But you see, do you know what I think? What else happens is, and even to a lesser extent in a way and you would hear people talk about this all the time you know the way when people lose a lot of weight like say like they do it in a healthy way like say somebody's like starting from the base where they're really overweight and the doctor's like you know you can't breathe properly You, you know you can't go up the stairs without having to stop for five minutes like you're in serious risk of having a massive heart attack or whatever and then say they spend two years getting fit getting healthy eating right completely overhaul of their whole life and say they end up and they look completely different right they, it takes them, if they ever get there, so long to make the shift in their brain that that's what I used to look like, but this is actually what I look like now. So for mm-hmm. somebody to go in and have surgery on their face and get the old pinchy nose, they they see that they're after getting the pinchy nose, but they don't, their brain actually doesn't really make the actual connection that this is my nose now. That's why people keep like getting like smaller and smaller noses or like bigger, bigger boobs or bigger bum or smaller waist or, you know, because it's their brain can't make the adjustment because you don't really believe that's what you now look like. I know I'm describing body dysmorphia in a really long way, but you know what I mean? No, 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 I totally agree. I think you're totally right, Ems. And then even I I imagine as well, well, this is just, if I had the money, this is exactly how I would be, that I would do the pinchy nose because you know how I feel about my nose. I would do pinchy nose and then they'd show me the mirror and they'd be like, well, and then I'd say, I think I'm going to have to do my eyes now. Like it's just not matching up. So it's that kind of domino effect because with something like a face, everything has such a knock on effect and suddenly things are out of symmetry. And I mean, honestly, if I could go back to Vietnam all those years ago and that Vietnamese plastic surgeon who was like, I am not, I my, my bum bag, I had a fanny pack, as they would say in the States, a fanny pack full of cash. And I was like, please just do my nose. Fucking and hell. thankfully this man had the foresight. Even though money talks, Emma, he mm. was still like, money talks, but this is a mad bitch I've got on my hands. Yeah. So just told the translator, I'm sorry, but no. Because, but it would have been such a slippery slope because you do the nose, then you have to do the cheeks, then you have to do the eyes. Like, I mean, obviously do it if it makes you feel better. Personally, you know, the likes of Chloe, I'm like, I just kind of would like to see a little bit of Chloe. If she feels better about it, grand. But it's just, it's definitely plastic surgery in the extreme. And I think 
these kind of procedures seem to be getting more extreme in that you're losing any resemblance to your former self. Like, you know, I would imagine you want to enhance and improve, but surely, I mean, even somebody put up on Twitter, like, I hope she doesn't have facial recognition on her phone. Like, it's actually, do you know, at that level now. I know. Well, it's just, I'd be curious. I suppose, like, right, if you're in an industry where you're selling yourself as, like, um, some sort of uh, fantasy star or whatever but it's kind of like right so she's like she's done the whole fitness thing she's in a reality tv show and then these images that she puts up are is it like that she's just had so much work done or is it a massive filter so like obviously we're two L ones we should be able to just like look at these smart images and rock on with our lives but I think it would be nice if there was some sort of information or disclaimer, like this photograph is highly edited because everyone knows like that she's getting a lot of work done and certain members of that family are. Uh, yeah. So, and I think like, I don't know how much, like I don't even think these pictures that she's putting out there are even achievable with hundreds of thousands of dollars not even reflective of what she looks like that's what I mean like even she doesn't look like that I mean the necklace is missing like half the necklace is missing in the photo so there you go it doesn't even you know you look at her you think wow geez she looks totally different and she doesn't even look like that herself so I don't know I mean look in saying that if I had money and no yeah if money wasn't an issue when I was Kim Kardashian's sister I'd probably be doing pinchy nose and a lot more as well. So, you know, who am I to talk? Pinchy nose. But no, just, and Paul D's gone a bit pillowy. So we'll we'll throw that up on the owl Insta. Just because so. <laughs> we're really against objectifying people and focusing on people's physical appearance. So we're going to throw it up on the Instagram and that's who we are. Okay. But, but you know what? If people uh, subscribed, to the Patreon, we promised to spend that money to feed our children and uh, Julie's unborn child as well, because that's what it's actually about Little for us. It's all it? about the kids, guys. That's what makes us different. Yeah, we're all about the kids. We're not going to spend any so of that money on pinchy noses. Yeah. No, it's, it's not going to be on us. It's, it's not going to be on us. It's not going to be on the pinchy nose. It's going to be getting Tommy and Joe a matching outfit. It's going to be, you know, feeding the unborn child, whatever it is. I know. It's not going to be for us. And you need to know that about us because we're just givers, aren't we, Emma? We are. And I just want to say to people who haven't gotten on board yet, first of all, go fuck yourself. Well, don't. Like, if, you, if you're not planning on <laughs> getting on that, if you are planning on doing it, like, yeah, I actually have been meaning, that's grand. But for the other people who have no intentions, you may go fuck yourselves. It's Joe's birthday tomorrow. He's seven. And I've gotten him a cake. Well, if that doesn't get him on board, nothing will. Yeah, and I've gotten him a cake, right? And I didn't get it from Manning's. I like the cakes from Manning's, but their photograph machine is broken. You know, when you get the photograph on the cake. And so I went to Super Value. It's still nice cakes, but we just had a bit of a buzz about Manning's recently. So anyway, I've ordered the cake. I'm going to pick it up tomorrow. And um, I got a Pokemon on it and it has happy birthday, Joe. And that cake is setting me back 18 euro. So, you know. Wow. So how many people is that? Putting in six euro so we Patreon? Six, three, yeah, three. six, three dollar Patreon just to pay for that cake. Yeah. So I'm going to do. Saying, guys. Before we go, I'm going to say, Louise, if you're listening, get your hand out of your start pulling your knickers out of your hole and put your hand in your pocket and give us a few quid. Um I'm gonna say to Maraid, Maraid, I know you're listening. <laughs> if you could just fucking do it. And who was the other person I wanted to say it to? It was Anne Marie. Anne Marie, if you could just and you you have to fucking cash. I know you have to cash. Yeah. And Anne-Marie's the type, she'll be saying it, but she won't do it. That's the thing about Anne-Marie. Yeah, and we've had enough of it now. We'll go a few weeks into it now. So just to say, guys, (coughs) before we wrap it up, 
Uh, the extra episode this week, remember, for $3 a month, you get four extra episodes looking at celebrity scandals, which is the best fucking value in town. I'm sorry. Like Joe Rogan, take note. That's what you should be doing, mm-hmm. Joe. Serious value. So this week, we are looking at Robin Thicke and Miley Cyrus. We meant to look at it last week. We had a complete waffler last week. My audio was a bit shite, but it's much better now. And a few people did get in touch to say that my fire alarm needed new batteries. So thank you so much for looking out for me. And we're going to do that one. That's going to be out this Thursday. And then the video this week because if you're a six dollar subscriber you also get four extra videos and access to our zoom panels which was great last week wasn't it emma it was great and actually somebody messaged to say oh they'll have to uh come on for the next one but they were scared to do it and i was saying to her oh i was like don't worry at all i was like i kind of be the same i'd be like feel a little bit scared but i was like not like that at all but remember we were saying judy for the next one in on the patron page will if people want to ask questions in advance so we won't start talking to you unless oh, you start talking idea, to you. Yeah. you know that kind of way because i'd be a bit the same yeah. where i might necessarily be the first one to start hooper and hollering um and so we won't talk to you so, until you talk to so, us. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a good way? Yeah, that's the way we're going to play it. So we're going to sit there in silence until someone asks a question. That's what we're going to do. And Emma, you had that idea, which I thought was great. I'll put it up on the Patreon, the login details for the Zoom party. And in the comment section, you can write, obviously, if you're a $6 Patreon, anyone can can do it in that tier. Just write any questions you'd like answered or any questions you want to ask us. And then we can go through those and have a bit of crack with them in the Zoom, which might be a nice one to start. Say just very quickly before we go, Belinda sent me messages of uh, yes, but I haven't actually got a chance to show Joe yet with well, Ella's birthday and then um, working and doing schoolwork and all that. But I would definitely show him now tomorrow. But I wanted to give it the time that it required. Um, so thank you so much, and um, I'll chat to you soon. But that's Oh, so kind what an absolute so kind yeah. I know and as I said on the Zoom I can't believe four years of trying to get you to express some kind of emotion <laughs> and Belinda did it with just five simple words I was like Belinda seriously hats off to you Hello. And the video this week is going to be a bit of crack. It's going to be a cook along with myself and Fred what so we're going to do a cook along or is it going to be a dinner. surprise is it a it's sp- going to be a surprise. Okay. And so it's, yeah, so it's, it's, it's going to be pretty funny. And tell it people about, is. tell up to 90 listeners about your podcast in case they don't know. Oh, oh thanks so much, Emma. It's, I have this other little podcast. It's a very different vibe. It's called Crime Land. And it's a true crime podcast where I look at true crime. I really want to get Emma on, but you're so busy. I feel bad asking because your time is so precious. No, well, you we... know what one I think I'm going to get John to do? Do you know what one would be so brilliant? Wow. Shannon Matthews, that story. Do you remember that one? The woman and the children. Uh, do you remember Shannon Matthews was the one where the, the family watched Shameless and got this amazing idea about kidnapping the child? Oh, my God. It's the craziest story ever, and it yes. just has Emma Doran written all over oh it. Oh my god! So, yeah, I mean, I've, you know, I we'll have to keep the world. Yeah, well, I do like that one. I've watched a few bits on it now. It's fucking insane. Yeah, no, it's it's probably one that maybe people are too familiar with it, but I just thought, oh, that'd be a great one to do. But anyway, so it's called Crime Land. Very different vibe. Won't be for every up to ninety listener, but if you are into true crime, you can check that out. Thanks so much, Emma, for saying that. Why wouldn't I? I feel like yeah, you're, um, but you're. But you see, I never want to say. No, this is an open relationship. I know. Well, I did say that on the same. You see, I never want to say because it is kind of like an open relationship where you're like, you don't want to talk about the other person. <laughs> but obviously, up to 90 is my firstborn. You know, up I to know. 90 is always going to be the baby. Well, see, I remember- needed, you know, I needed some outlet for the true crime. Like, it I was know. getting pretty, like, every week up to 90, I was suggesting a murder. But I mean, like, this way- goes against the vibe. 
Oh, do you know the way at the start when you started doing it, like you just didn't want to talk about it, and you're like, I don't know about this. So I was like, okay, don't mention time. But you seem to be in a good uh, place with it now, so it feels natural to say. We're in a good place with the crime man. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. No, there were a few technical issues and things with crime man for a while, and it's a different dynamic because you know, way up to ninety, I enjoy it so much because we're having the crack. Yeah. So it's just a different beast because you know you do your research you write up the story and it's you know it's not it's not as loosey-goosey obviously it's a different thing but I do love it so if you're into true crime please do check it out and then Robin Thicke, Miley Cyrus and a cook along this week for all our lovely Patreons thanks to everyone who came to the Zoom we yes. great crack and thanks for everyone who's already supporting us thanks very much to those people yes thank you so much it means and you know what it's actually been like just the best thing ever Emma hasn't it like we are so so chuffed with the amount of people supporting so thank you so much oh yeah like really has made my lockdown yeah it really really has like all the rants aside it's great me me ranting about it and it's just been so motivating and it really you know it kind of you know not to get all I dreamed a dream on it (laughs) <laughs> Anne Hathaway but it, do, it does kind of give you a bit of hope oh like this could be something that could you know ultimately like we could kind of like make this our job like the, wouldn't that be the dream Emma I know this time next year for a couple of years <laughs> well, it is getting a bit Anne Hathaway but you know it does make you think like that you're like oh my god something I love so much wouldn't that be amazing we're a little bit off that now obviously but like it gives you something to work towards it does always I've been having a join God bless this podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 